Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going? Really good. Good, good. Happy okay. Throwback Thursday, everybody. Ooh. We're going to have throwback music trivia coming up at 1130 yep. today. Stick around for that. Stick around. Yeah. Stick around, yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback Thursday That reference. is. Right there. Stick them up, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so here's a sitch. I finally got around to finishing Spencer because I had bought it, but I kept falling asleep watching it. And then I realized I bought this movie. It's going to um, expire if I don't watch it. Hey, can I ask a question real quick? Oh, sure. I think you're looking at the wrong hour of the show. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> Give me a beat. <laughs> Give me a beat, Rocco. Let's talk music. So wait, that's going to come up at 11 o'clock. That's a deep tease, yes. Oh, that's coming up at 11 o'clock. You are absolutely <laughs> right. I just had a brain lapse, but that's okay. I did watch it, and uh, if you saw it, uh, I'd like to know what you thought. But wait until 11 before you okay. call. Okay, right. I'm going to hit the Settle down, now. everybody. Okay. All right. I'm glad the mic wasn't on. No, yeah, we were not. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. What had happened was Rocco said movies and I glommed on to the word. Glom, glom. Glom. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, movies. That's right. I got to do this. Uh, No, we're going to talk music. Um, So it looks like uh, John Mayer and comedian Jeffrey Ross Ended up going to LAX to pick up Bob Saget's car where he Mm. had left it to bring it back home. And along the way, they, I guess they were taking video and the, you know, the love fest continues for Bob Saget and what a wonderful guy he was. John Mayer started talking about Bob's personality and the gifts that he left behind, and we have a clip of it. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm new here. I'm playing a clip here. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> club, club, um, club, John Mayer. Yeah, I got it right here. You ready? I'm Let's ready. Let's do it. I've just never known a human being who could give that much love individually and completely to that many people in a way that made each person feel like he was a main character in their life. And they were a main character in his life. Yeah. Do you know how effusive you have to be in your love for everyone in your life, for each and every person he loved, to be told by another he loved you so much? Yeah. Yeah. Bob's effusive and repeated expression of love 
is the greatest gift that he left people because all we have is the pain of his going. Hmm. Oh. He's a poetic guy, too. Yeah, a little John over Mayer. the top. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. How many times can you use the word effusive? Donna. What? I've never. Have you? <laughs> no. Let's try to I just do did. That, that was my first time ever saying it. Uh, you know what Thanks. I got to do? I got to go see if the clammy guy says yeah, it. Yeah, clammy. has got to see it. Here's uh, the clammy Clammy. clammy. <laughs> it's Vin Diesel staying busy during the pandemic. You Here know. we go. <laughs> Same website. Effusive. Oh, what a wiener oh, that guy is. Effusive. Uh, uh, excuse me, sir. Effusive. Thesaurus.com says effusive, uh, gushing, profuse, mm. demonstrative, exuberant, ebullient. Let's, Let's hear it one more time. Oh, I want to hear. I want to hear this. Ebullient. Ebullient. <laughs> oh, ebullient. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hear. Effu- Come on, go back, browser. Here's the dweeb in the back of the class who's the teacher's pet. Does anyone know another word for ebullient? Ooh, 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 ooh. Effusive. Here it comes, I think. I don't know. Why did the computer decide to... Would you have to rebuild the page? Oh, here it comes. It's just a thesaurus must be just really backed up right now. Effusive. Effusive. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I just, I love hearing those stories, and I wonder if he's going to have, like, if there's going to be a big memorial service for him. Yeah, it makes you wonder. You know, I, I think that people will be able to gather in L.A. I mean, you know, masked up and all of that. They would be able to do that. But, yeah, you wonder if there's... Uh, something that's already being you know planned right now, and uh, boy, in a weird case of stars, they're just like us. The mon- the mundane tasks that have to be done after someone passes, everybody has to do them. You got to go pick yeah. up the person's car, left at LAX airport. You know, it's just like a weird part, little trivial tasks like that mm-hmm. that make up the mosaic of healing right when some friends are like hey we can go do that let us do that let us do this yes. let us do that yes so it's, it's true cool and then you don't want to cook so oh the meal train bring, yes, yes which is really lovely and yeah. nice especially if you've got kids they've got online uh, uh web pages now for that that was a stupid way to say it but you know where you can sign up for the meal train so yeah. you can know oh i shouldn't bring them lasagna because they had lasagna three times in the last seven right. days right it's a it's a very nice thing to do it's beautiful um, by the way, you can always get the book, I'm Dead, Now What? And, you know, just keep track of your wishes and make sure that they're somewhere for people really? to find out. Yeah. Hmm. I have a book. And it's it's a it's about planning for life after death, or life for those who survive you. Yes. Have your will in place. End of life planning. Stay. Yes, and letting people know in one place where everything is. You know, some say you can pre-plan and pre-pay for a cremation. Is that right, Crescent Time? Yeah. Oh. You'll hear about that later. Yeah, sure. That's a little teaser. I I think that's great. A teaser. Donna, are you getting getting cremated, Donna, or buried? I think so. I don't, I don't, the thought of being buried under the ground and still intact just kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Even though I get it, your body no longer exists, really. So why not just? Isn't it remarkable? human life when you think of it really true i'm not being an idiot here but truly it's remarkable donna it's remarkable yeah it's remarkable that we can even sit here and debate what we want end of life to be like what we want life to be like afterward and that in one breath someone is here and in the very next breath mm-hmm. the person as you know it gone yeah i it's think really about it every wild. day thanks steve 
Well, maybe if you switched up your bathroom reading from what to do with my body when I die, what's it called again? I'm dead. Now what? Oh, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that up at the cabin? Then you have people who go up there. I didn't know. No. They already think there might be murdered there because it's a cabin. <laughs> No, no, it's at home. I, I'm still filling it out. You know, you could put things like what you want your funeral to be like, what kind of food you want, what kind of music you want, who do you want to speak, who do you want to be your executor, blah, blah, blah. Straight up and down. Tell me right now I can take it. If you die tomorrow, and I don't want that to happen, but if you do, who eulogizes you? Is it me or is it Mus? <laughs> I'm serious. I need to know this now. Cause... I think you guys should tag team it. <laughs> You should definitely do that. Chest bumping as we come up. Hey, yeah. I got a good one here. And there should be like a slideshow. That's funny, Steve. Uh, by the way, Ronnie Spector passed away yesterday. Uh, be my little baby. Yeah. yeah. After a battle with cancer. 78 years old. Oh, man. It's very sad. She was born Veronica Bennett. And she had told that nice story of, what's his name? Oh, goodness. Eddie Money. Eddie Money, when he passed away, that Eddie gave her this second wind to her career when he brought her on and she just had like a small part track. in the song yeah right i remember just like I ronnie was, saying be my little baby yeah that was when i was a teenager when that came out and that's probably the first time i had heard of her and then me too yeah really yeah, yeah. you were yeah. old enough to be into the ronettes weren't you okay <laughs> you're canceled right now <laughs> you already got canceled last week because he doesn't like costco <laughs> That's Do right. we cancel Rocco once a week? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. That'd be a good bit. <laughs> Why is Rocco canceled this, this week? Yeah. Every Friday we can relive it. If you remember this moment, the yeah. reason it, it's like who killed Kenny? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. We gotta go. Let's take a breather. Oh, um, what movie inspired you? To do something when you were a kid. Like, you really watched it and then thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this a little bit differently. The reason I asked is Chris Martin, the front man of Coldplay, was on Kelly Clarkson. The movie that he watched that made him get into music. Think you have any idea what it is? Tell you about it when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. We're back. Donna and Steve. My talk 1071. We're talking fun. DJ Rock Lobster joins us. <laughs> Thanks, Rocco, for the clowns. I asked this question uh, before the break. Is there a movie that inspired you to do something that actually inspired you to some form of action? Maybe when you were a kid, you watched a movie and then you went out and did something. Um, think about that. First, we'll hear from Chris Martin. Uh, the front man of Coldplay was on Kelly Clarkson's show. And was talking about uh, a movie that really inspired him to get into music, and you would never think it'd be this movie. Huh. Ready? Take it. We love to play covers. I do too. We've been so lucky with people we get to do covers with. My number one probably is um, Michael J. Fox came and played two of the songs from Back to the Future with us. What? In um, MetLife Stadium. And that, oh my God. That was really wonderful. Yeah. Him coming to play uh, Johnny Be Good and stuff, that was. Oh my God, Wonderful. I remember that from that film. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. That's what made yeah. me want to be in a band, you know, that, really? that scene, yeah. Oh my gosh, when, I love that. And what a random way to be inspired. Like nobody would have probably guessed that. Right? Okay, 
that had Coldplay had Chris Martin not watched Back to the Future, Weird. we have no Coldplay. Oh, that's really interesting. I don't quite understand it, but cool. You know, he was watching the scene where Michael J. Fox is playing some music, and then he thinks, I want to do this. I wonder how old he was at the time. I could do the math. I do the math. How yeah. old is, let's guess how Chris old is Chris Martin, Martin today. I'm going to say 47 is his age today. Donna? Um, I'm going to go maybe a little younger, 44. Whoa, Donna gets it. It's yeah. 44. Oh, Donna. Back to the Future was like 85, so he would have been like 8-ish, 7-ish, 8-ish. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. God, we just did math, you guys. That was fun. Nice work, that was everybody. Great. Did any of you have a movie that you watched that inspired you to do something after watching the movie? I can't think of a movie personally. I always go to my song, which is Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Really? Yeah, it inspired me to leave home, to move. Wow. To get out of there. Stop trying to please everybody else and do what you need to do. I think uh, I remember when John Mellencamp says, hold on to 16 as long as you can, just mm. inspired oh. me to always uh, you be know, a 16-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a, fa- a caller. Oh, should we Gutentag this one? Yeah, yeah let's hope yeah, he's not talking about look. a weird movie. Okay. Uh, it probably will be. Uh, uh, Here's Al. Al, I think is his name, yeah. Al, baby, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing great. All right, what's on your heart this morning? So, I think I was far too young to be watching Forrest Gump with my dad, but <laughs> when when I saw he joined the military, my dad's like, hey, you should join the military. Oh. And I told him, no, I don't want to get shot in the butt like him. <laughs> and for years, I told him that I never wanted to join, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I kind of want to join. <gasps> and really? I ended up joining after high school. No way. How long did you serve? I'm currently still serving uh, Minnesota Army National Guard for five years, coming on the 20th. Al! Well, thank you so much for your service. Thank you. Let me ask this question. Have you watched Forrest Gump since then? Yes, plenty of times. I I get more and more references each time, too. Wow, that is really something. Think of that. That is, Al, a life trajectory that has shifted as a result of sitting down with your dad and watching a movie. Yep. That's something. That's really sweet. Thanks for calling in. That's a great story. We appreciate you listening. Mine is much less consequential than Al. There was a time in my life when I was pretty convinced I'd make the NBA. And there was a movie called (laughs) Rocco. Mike? Rocco. Okay, sorry. (laughs) It's just like when I told people I was going to climb Mount Everest. The table erupts (laughs) in laughter. laughter. (laughs) It's like I tell jokes a lot. This is not a joke. Uh, Michael Jordan's Playground was like a 45-minute or an hour movie that we had the VHS of, and it told the story of Michael Jordan playing basketball all the time, and then he got cut from his ninth-grade team. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then he came back and made the team the next year. And there would be these images of him, of course, playing in the NBA. But then they would also sort of do these little vignettes where it was an actor playing a young Michael Jordan shooting just like in his backyard or out at some local park. And it made me stay out and shoot extra balls. And I was just like, I had to stay out here. If it's raining, I would want to go outside in the rain because there was a scene where he was shooting in the rain. And I was like, I got to shoot when it's raining out to prove that I love this sport Mm. so much. Also, after uh, anytime we would watch a Rocky movie, which my dad would call A Rocky Night in Pittsburgh, which was a play on Mike Lang, the famed uh, broadcaster of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Donna, who would say it's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. Thank you for asking. He would say it's a Rocky Night in Pittsburgh. We'd do a double feature. Then my brothers and I would go into the basement and start doing push-ups and find some weights to do curls or a bench press. Right next to that Pittsburgh toilet, you'd do push-ups? Right next to the Pittsburgh potty. (laughs) Yeah, you could do dips on that if you put the seat down. Oh, my gosh. All right. I got this, too. I like American Idol. I'm not ashamed to say that. I've watched most every season. Have you really? Yeah. Yes, I have, Donna. That's great. Uh, they have a new thing. The new season's going to be coming back on February 27th. <laughs> and, of course, they have their golden ticket when people audition, right? On The Voice, they turn their chair around on American Idol. It's, you get a golden ticket, you're going to Hollywood. Well, now, season 20's got a new addition, the platinum ticket. Oh, what's that? Thanks for asking. To step above the typical golden ticket, only nine will be handed out this season. But what the ticket does, it's kind of cool if you know the show well, it gives those platinum ticket winning contestants the ability to go to Hollywood Week and observe from the box seats out in the theater while all of the other auditioners are out there going through more auditions. And then they get to sit back during day one and watch they get to rest their voice, strategize, check out the competition, and perhaps most importantly, they get to then select who they want to duet with the next day okay. in the competition. Oh, it's kind of cool. It's like yeah. a buy. It's like a buy round in the playoffs. They're just mixing it up. Just mixing it up. Mixing a little something special. Okay, me likey. Ah, me likey too. You want to play a game or something? You want to do it now? Sure. All right, fine. Uh, we would like you to play with us as well. Yes, you, the one listening. 651-641-1071. Call that number right now. You get to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's me versus Donna. Neither of us know the topic. Rocco will reveal it when we come back. You've got a chance to win a great My Talk prize. So call now, 651-641-1071. It is game time next on the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk, where talk is fun. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. All right. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything pop culture. 
Let's play a little game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Everybody out there listening to my talk wants to know how smart you are. But especially one listener out there. Her name is Andrea. And she's on the phone. Hello, Andrea. Hello. Hi, I'll just talk since Donna and Steve don't want to talk for some reason. No, sorry, my mic was down as I was like, yeah, Yeah, Andrea. (laughs) Uh, Andrea, very nice. Do you get PO'd when people call you Andrea? Uh, It sounds a little whiny. Andrea. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, (laughs) that's like... My cousin does it on purpose. Andrea. Oh, gosh. Everyone's got a cousin like that. Uh, Where are you en route to, Jeff Gordon? Sounds like you're moving fast on the highway. I am... Speed racer, totally. I am on my way to East Bethel. Oh, very nice this time of year. (laughs) With that, Rocco is going to reveal now the topic for today. What do we have, Rocco? Well, yes, last night I saw a movie by a favorite director of mine, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm, Can't wait to get your review. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, I was trying to think, what uh, could I do uh, that has something to do with him? And then I thought, how about, there's a lot of famous Andersons. Like, I uh-huh. made a list today. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got like 10 Ooh. Andersons. Whoa. I could do Anderson trivia for like three days. Oh, my. Oh, wow. I'm but scared. I'm going to quiz you, at least for today, on famous Andersons. And Andrea, who do you think knows more about famous Andersons? Oh. Donna or Steve? I'm going Steve. Uh, okay. Let's go, Steve. You know what? I do actually, uh, I have cousins, uh, Ryan and Brenda Anderson. And so I really feel like you're in the right space. Donna is off now. Bye-bye, Donna. Bye now. Bye, Donna. Bye. All right. I'll All right, put ma'am. Andrea on Do this the one hold. for the kids. For the kids, for the Andersons. Oh, let's, start, uh, let's start with this one. What St. Paul suburb is Lonnie from? <sighs> Lonnie Anderson. Uh, I don't know. Pass. What was Jillian's character's name on the X-Files? Jillian Anderson. And what was her character's name? Oh, oh, uh, oh! It was like Beatles and Squigs or something like that. <laughs> um, we'll go Squigs. Name a movie by Wes, director Wes Anderson. Okay, uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. Um, oh gosh, Lonnie Anderson. Where was she from? And the name of the. Jillian Anderson's character in the X Files. It's isn't it like Squirms and Bigley or something <laughs> like that? Squirms and Bigley. Something. Maybe Andrea watched the X Files back. Hey, in the I have no idea, but I do know that Lonnie Anderson was not from East Bethel. <laughs> okay, East Bethel. we'll submit that as our. Uh, you know what we're going to say? We're going to say Lower Town. Lower Town, St. Paul suburb. I said, not neighborhood. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, that's what I meant. I uh, so Cottage Grove. That's yeah. That's a good guess. Um. And the middle one, come on, it's like B and something. Come on. It's, wait, oh. X-Files, David Duchovny, Jillian Anderson, uh, Detective. I never watched it. Ah, oh, crap. It's all right. Maybe, Whatever. You know, maybe one will be enough to beat Donna. definitely not going to be. All right, let's try. We okay. got it. I'll wave it all right, down. We'll do Here Squigs and Bigly. Here comes, uh, and Bigly. <laughs> here comes Donna. 
Hey, Donna. Uh, hey, guys. Hope How's you're in going? the mood to win today. Yeah, oh, no, so really? Well. we'll see. Was Rocco being a hipster again? No, I hit some blind spots here and brain farts. Oh, good. And uh, Andrea was trash when it came to helping me. <laughs> Respectfully, she's my buddy. She is nice. But she was total garbage. Okay. Um, are you ready, Donna? These are famous Andersons. Okay. Uh, what St. Paul suburb is Lonnie Anderson from? Why is that uh What was Jillian Anderson's character name on the X-Files? It's a last name. <laughs> I can't remember. Next. And uh, name a movie by director Wes Anderson. Uh, how about Scream? Is that right? I'm just going to say Scream. Uh, the, uh, uh, Lonnie Anderson is from, like, uh, Hopkins. Uh... I'll just keep my answer. I, I wow. cannot believe that I'm going to win this. You are. You really are. Wow. Uh, and Andrea is too. So uh, Lonnie, I think she was born in St. Paul, but went to high school and grew up in Roseville. Roseville. Uh, okay. Roseville. Um, does, we all remember the characters on X Files. What was it? Gwigs and Squigs and Bigleys. Oh, what was it? It was, it was Mulder. Mulder and Corn. And ninety nine. <laughs> Scully. 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 Come on, I was close with like Squigs and Bigley. Like I was getting close <laughs> to the Scully. You could admit that much. And um, Scream, I don't think was done by Wes That's Anderson. That's Wes Craven, I think. Um, oh, shoot. We, Steve said uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's acceptable. We would yeah. have also taken Darjeeling Limited, Royal Tenenbaums, Rushmore, Bottle Rocket. By the way, I saw a preview, speaking of Bottle Rocket and Rushmore... The guy, the guy that you do the impression of, um, oh, wow. Wilson. His, yeah. he's in a new movie coming out with um, Jennifer Lopez. Yes, Have you seen he plays a love interest. Yeah. What is I with his broken it. nose? It is getting more, uh, more wiener like. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! It's not wiener like. It's wiener like. No. Anyways, <laughs> somehow. Okay, wait a minute. Did Steve? Up, Steve I won. Got, I wiped the got, floor with you. Did we win? You wiped the floor eat with it, me. Eat it, Donna. You eat it, Steve. Well, that just means I, since I have like 15 more Andersons, I'll do it. Uh, we'll have an Anderson encore tomorrow. Oh, let's just have a tiebreaker first. Yes. Okay. Ready? Um, there is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band that has an Anderson in it. And um, this is the first song on their latest album. See if you can tell me the name of this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band. Steve. Steve. Abba. Yes. Susan ben Boyle. Anderson. <laughs> Did you say Susan Boyle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Boyle Anderson. Oh, man. What she an married audition Anthony she had. Anderson. Um, Andrea, congratulations. You won a prize. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. it's a great day. Yay. Yeah, girl. Cool. It's a t-shirt. So All I'll, right. I'll get I love you guys. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much for Bye, listening. Bye, Andrea. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Steve, did you really know that song? That one that I just heard right now? Yeah. No, but I heard like the synthesizer thing and then a female voice, and I thought they just had an album that came out recently. Dang it. After 40 years of not making any new music due to limited demand, I would assume. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Abba's great. I loved Mamma Mia. But, yeah. Okay. I got Feels it. Feels good to win again. Yeah, 
Yes, congrats. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Oh, really? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Oh, really? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Yeah, really. Here's the deal. I came across this um, list of five bad survival tips that could get you killed. So let's not call them tips, but maybe myths. Yes, yes. I was looking to see if putting your finger in a dog's butt when it's biting you will keep it from attacking you. Yep, but we've specifically asked you not to Google search with those terms. <laughs> and it's not on the list, thankfully. So still, I would use that you as a You stand by that. Yes, You get attacked by a dog, find their release valve, <laughs> and get in it. Yep. That can't be right. I think it's right. Google it. No, because I don't know. My Google's like tied in with family Google. I don't need my kids stumbling on something like it's saying, do you want to learn more about dog's butthole? You tell him that you were contacting the butt doctor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. These are the bad survival tips. Uh, Myth number one, if you're attacked by a shark, what do you hear you're supposed to do? Um, You are supposed to, hang on a second, punch them in the nose. That's a myth. Their noses aren't really that sensitive. You're better off going for their eyes or their gills. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, but if a shark is attacking you, the last thing I'm going to do is go, okay, all right, wait, where's its eyes? (laughs) I'm just going to be flailing about and being eaten. Yeah, if ever attacked by a shark, flail like it's your last flail ever. Flail so hard, get your splash on. Next. (laughs) Myth number two, if your car is sinking in a lake. Roll down the windows. That is correct. But the myth is wait until it's fully submerged, then open your door. Because the idea is you won't be able to open it until the pressure equalizes, which is true. But rolling down your window as soon as possible is a much better strategy. Or keep one of those things in your car like I do. Bink. Cracks the glass immediately. Yes. Um, Myth number three. I am guilty of this one. What to do if an alligator chases you? Zigzag. The idea is that they can't change direction that fast, but you should actually run in a straight line because alligators are fast runners, but their stamina is not good. So just don't fall down when you're running. (sighs) I saw a crocodile video recently on TikTok of a guy slapping some like chicken chum or something like that in this dark swampy thing. And apparently it's a crocodile that's on his property that he loves. Donna Valentine, if I could find this thing, it comes up out of the water mm. on a tear. The most one of the most frightening animal videos I've ever seen in my life. Horrifying. Avoid swamps. Uh oh, bonus tip. <laughs> Where is this? Like Florida? Yeah. Alligator or crocodile? Maybe Australia. Okay. I don't know what it was. All right. Here's uh, two more. I'll do them uh, quickly. If you're stranded on a desert island, you should build a raft. <clears throat> you're actually more likely to die if you try to leave the island. You're mm. better off building a shelter, making yeah. a big SOS sign in the sand, and hoping that you get rescued. And ultimately building a new life, you know, using it as an opportunity to start fresh. Yeah. If you have a volleyball, that helps too. Yeah. You could fall in love with a monkey. Okay. Number five. Fall in love with a monkey. 
with a monkey. <laughs> if you're driving and you see a tornado, the <laughs> false tip is hide no. under an overpass. Narrow openings like that actually make the winds accelerate. So being under an overpass could be more dangerous. They don't give you the actual tip. Yeah, what's my other option? I don't know. Just standing out and saying, bring it on! Find a ditch. Yeah, right. You can't take me! (laughs) I don't know. You can't fire me. I quit! You got it, buddy. Let's take a breather. Alrighty. Um, I watched another episode of a show that's in its final season. I don't know why you won't watch it with me, Donna. I'm not interested. That's why. Also, I am peripherally watching another network television show that Lou has been watching. And I'm just in the room when it's on. And there's one of the more likable actors on television on this show. Tell you what I'm watching. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster joins us. So, Steve, what you watching? Yes, Steve. Thanks, Rocco, for asking. Well, I continue to... Make the emotional trek down the final road that is This Is Us. The final season is two episodes into its 18-episode run. 18? Donna. That's a lot. Something, you know, in network television, usually seasons used to be 22 to 26 episodes. Actually, back when Lucille Ball was on television, I believe they were doing 30-plus new ones a year. Dang. So, uh, yeah. It's only 18. There will be no reruns between now and the season finale in May. And I have been on and off. I if I have watched, let's say, 30% of episodes of This Is Us. I've probably been in the room for 50 to 70% of them. They're on sometimes and I'm there. But I think they do a really nice job. And you know where it's all going um, they, they allude to that quite a bit throughout. You kind of know what the final episode is going to entail, but they do a nice job and, uh, they're still, listen, they're the ones who brought time hop, who made time hopping sexy on shows and they do it better than anybody else yeah. to the point where you wonder, did they know that the whole time? Did they know they were going to go back in time and weave in this storyline or did this hit them in the middle of season three where they were like, he should have a brother. You know, it's just really impressive. <laughs> How they do it, but it is, it is for sure. They do a wonderful job. Now, I was not listening as closely as I should have last night. I heard music during a scene, and I, I'm sort of convinced that there's music throughout the entire episode of This Is Us all the time. And I like being emotionally manipulated. I am a big fan of that. And I think they were, I think that they do it, but I still don't know if they definitively do it throughout the whole show. You bailed on it because you hated one character. You got PO'd because Toby made too many jokes at the wrong time. And then you took your ball and went home. That's not exactly correct. But I I got to the point where it became emotionally exhausting. (laughs) I can tell that from like the first commercial for that show. I know. A kid dies. A woman gets polio. Yeah. On the next. On the first. This is us. <laughs> it, it just became a lot, and then I missed a few episodes and went, ah, oh, I don't want to go back and watch all of this. Yeah. Well, do what I do. No. Just Donna. No, I, I'm done with network television. Oh, you cable streaming snob. Mm. 
You are. That's it. You're that. Yep. Really, all I watch on regular television is Real Housewives, cable, okay. um, and Below Deck. I watched like four episodes yesterday. It's very addicting. I don't really. And so I you're watch turning the news. your nose up at network television no. in a well-written show like This Is Us, and meanwhile, you are just ingesting Real Housewives garbage. Correct. <laughs> you continue to infuriate me. I did wa I did watch a little bit the same way you did of the same show, not This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Chicago Med. Yeah, I had it on and I'm like, whoa, this is getting intense. What is this? Yeah, Lou started <laughs> watching it on a streaming, maybe on Netflix. And uh, now she's getting all caught up because like the latest season is on Peacock. I there. I have also peripherally watched this show, and I quite enjoy it. Pretty I'm good. Put down what I'm doing. I think they. I think that Chicago Med has, for my money, one of the most likable characters, uh, or maybe I should say one of the most likable actors, but certainly this character that I can remember on television, and that is uh, played by the actor Oliver Platt. Oh yeah, he's great. Don't you love him? Yeah, he's a he's a really good actor. Oh my gosh, he's he was so on great. one of my favorite shows. He played the the husband. Oh gosh, why are you going to do this to he me? He was on the Good Wife. He had some guest That's appearances it. there. The Good Wife. Yep. Okay. Um, I remember him and really liking him way back in 1998 in the movie Simon Birch. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I like this. And he reminded me of one of our family friends, too. And I thought, oh, I like this. I like this guy. But goodness, love him in that show. And I do like I do like a good medical drama. Like Chicago Med, I like it. Grey's Anatomy, there again, I watch peripherally. My wife watches it. And I'm in the room a lot when it's on. I used to feel like I did that even as a kid with ER. Sure. I can see that. Got a question from Donna. Um, yeah, uh, he's in a lot of Chicago shows. Chicago Med. Is he in Chicago? P- Chicago Justice. Oh. Chicago Fire. Chicago PD. That's it. So NBC has done this thing where they're like Chicago. We're going to do a whole Chicago series in the same way that Grey's Anatomy had a crossover with what was it, Ladder Forty Nine. That sounds about right. Yeah, and then private practice also spun out of the Grey's Anatomy world. They create these worlds now. Sort of like Marvel creates its worlds where you have things that are disconnected but connected if you want them to be. Standalone but can be crossover. Was he in the Big C? Is that what I'm thinking of? Um, I don't know if he was in the Big C. Damn it. He got some awards for a miniseries called Huff. Okay. A while back. He's good. He's very likable. He is really likable. Um, Other things you might know him from. Let's see here. She's Louise. He's he's just done a lot. Uh, Nip Tuck. Yeah, he was in The Big C. Uh, The Big C, yeah. Yeah, He played Paul Jameson. Loved him in that. Yeah. With Laura Linney. That was a good Five episodes of Fargo. Yeah, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med. Now, that one he's been in for 120 episodes. The other, he's just done some guest appearances. The Good Wife, he was only in three episodes. But anyway, Chicago Med, network television show. But you could watch it on a streamer if that makes you feel more cool. Okay, it does. Thank you. Did you guys Uh, ever watch Rescue Me? No. With Dennis Leary? No. 
A Good? really great show. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever, you know. I don't know, five times. Yeah, you probably won't. That's fine. Do you, you ever do watch you? Twin Cities Live? You know, it's really sometimes. <laughs> Did you say uphill? Yeah, it's going uphill. I love this show. <laughs> I, I don't go. know what it is. There's this certain ingredient that's gone. <laughs> yeah. I saw Elizabeth Reese on the morning Channel 5 today. Oh, she really? does a uh she does like a generally a Wednesday morning thing. She'll uh do a little recipe from her kitchen every Wednesday on Minnesota Live, which is 9 a.m. on oh, Channel I didn't 5. Know that. And then Twin Cities Live in the afternoon. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm uh at first it was like, am I really off that show now? And now like new real life seems to be setting in more. Oh, that's good. I'm off that show. All right. I'm not on it anymore. You, now you're radio scum like us. And I hate it. <laughs> You get no respect. None. Guess what? That picnic when it comes along in the summer. Everyone just sees me on the internet now and they're like, oh, the beard has got to go. Yeah. And would you cut your hair? (sighs) It's a good life. We're going to get a movie review from Rocco when we come right back.